Alright, let's get right on into it. My name is Melissa, and I have no idea how to cosplay. Hey, it's Melissa, and I still don't know how to cosplay. Woo! <laughs> Um, I've tried recording this segment about a million times and I really don't know if this is going to be the final one that I include in the episode, but maybe it is. So anyway, the main entree of the episode that I want to talk about this week, yeah, like I'm going to be recording this weekly. Um, but the main entree of this episode that I want to go over is a hashtag that I haven't been seeing very much of as of late. Um, I was seeing it a lot a couple weeks ago. I think it was popular for about a week, and it still probably is pretty popular, but, like, I haven't seen a whole lot of it anymore. But it's called hashtag cosplay anyway, as in cosplay any way you want, any way you are, whether you are a person of color or you are, um, fat or skinny or old or young or any gender identity or any race or any disability or any anything, any, any, any anything, cosplay, despite, slash, also because of, just cosplay, just the look, look, I could save myself a whole lot of fucking time if I just end this right here and just say just cosplay, but, um, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit, um, just for a preface, preface, uh, sorry, just for a preface, I am a white cosplayer, um, I am coming from a place of privilege just because I am a white cosplayer, but I, I also am fat. Um, I am not very small. I am not very skinny. I'm kind of short, um, and stout, but I am in no way a, a preferably figured question mark person. And I love, for one, seeing bigger cosplayers because first of all they're always rocking it they always look amazing like if I see them it's probably because they have like enough followers and enough clout that like they get seen by people um because I'm not like super down the well of knowing a lot of cosplayers who aren't well known I tend to follow a lot of cosplayers um in my area but I don't follow all of them it's kind of hard to find all of them but I am trying to find more cosplayers every week to follow, whether that be through the Instagram Explore page or whether that be through cosplayers I follow on Twitter who just tend to follow other cosplayers and talk about them. But um, I love seeing bigger cosplayers because, like I said, they're usually fucking rocking it. They're looking great. And while people probably give them a lot of flack for being fat and cosplaying, they still do it. And that makes me so happy to see because I know people personally who have like stopped cosplaying because like they just didn't like the way people uh commented about them they didn't like um the negative attention they got they didn't like the like lack of attention they got compared to their more preferably shaped friends um, and that really fucking sucks because I love cosplaying and I think cosplay is a really fun hobby and seeing people quit for any reason, whether that be because of what they look like and people saying shit or feeling bad about it or whether it be like it causes them too much stress or it's just like not a hobby they can sustain financially or anything, seeing people 
stop cosplaying for any reason makes me sad because um, I just love cosplay and I think cosplay is so fun and it does stress me out and it does stress me out financially and just plain old mentally because it's fucking frustrating and hard but um, I still think it's really fun and I still think it's a really fun activity and a really fun hobby to do and so it still just makes me very upset when for any reason people have to stop but it makes me doubly triply quadruply upset when people stop because people tell them they shouldn't cosplay for something that they can't or like um shouldn't have to change like you shouldn't have to be skinny to cosplay you shouldn't have to be white to cosplay and um, you know, let's, let's, yeah, let's unpack that specific statement. Like I said, I'm a white cosplayer. So I feel like I get a little bit of privilege, not privilege that I have personally seen in action, but I'm sure it's a very passive privilege. I, I no doubt believe that it exists. I know for a fact it exists, um, because I've seen people get hate for being a person of color cosplaying on the internet. And... White cosplayers who tell people of color not to cosplay are hypocrites and racist because, hey, hey friendo, you're not my friend, you're racist, but hey white cosplayer who tells other people they shouldn't cosplay if they're a person of color, you're probably, mm, like, I'm 60% sure you're cosplaying a character of color. If you're cosplaying anything from an anime that's set in Japan, video game that's set in Japan, Hey, those are Japanese characters. Um, they are colored in a certain way in anime, typically, but that does not make them white. You can't just whitewash them, and you can't just claim that white people are correct when cosplaying. And you can't say that people who are black can't cosplay. You just can't. You just can't do that. Like, you're ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. Sorry, I got that out of the way, and now I can go back to being positive. <laughs> um... I just felt like I had to specifically say that because I am white and um, I feel like it's up to the white people in the community to tell other white people to shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. Um, but I love seeing black cosplayers. Black cosplayers are so fucking fun. Black cosplayers using their natural hair are so creative and so fun and I love seeing people who do that. Cosplayer of any color, any age, any gender identity, like people are fucking rocking it all across the spectrum and I think cosplayers of literally any any body type of any type should be able to cosplay anything they want because you know what I've been watching a lot of fucking drag race I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's drag race and do you know what drag queens taught me anyone can be beautiful that wasn't a song but um I did sing it but anyone can look like anything People can can transform their body into whatever they want and look amazing doing it. And so seeing people get flack for cosplaying something just because they don't look like someone else makes me so infuriated. But on the flip side, this hashtag and other things where people post pictures or, or, or post encouragement to other people for, you know, a black cosplayer here, or, um, cosplaying while fat, I don't know if that's a hashtag, but it might be, just anyone who, who 
post things despite having in the past been told they shouldn't be cosplaying for a specific reason gives other people so much um, encouragement to continue cosplaying even though they might face some flack or they might kind of internalize that hate and say to themselves, well, I'm, I'm, I'm this certain way, I shouldn't cosplay a certain character. Because anyone can cosplay fucking anything. You know what we're cosplaying? Fake characters from fake franchises. <laughs> like, anyone cosplaying anyone from an anime or a comic book or a video game or a movie or a TV show or a book or a podcast, anyone cosplaying anything from anything do you know what's popular right now? People cosplaying Earth. Sorry, that's just weird to me. Anyway, anyone cosplaying anything, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what you look like, it doesn't matter where you come from in life, you can do it and you can look fucking amazing and you can rock it because cosplaying is all about having fun and celebrating what you love and celebrating um, the characters you love and the franchises you love and celebrating yourself. It's just about coming together and having fun at a goddamn nerd convention where you're gonna pay too much for food and be really hot and sweaty for a couple hours. Like, you're putting yourself through so much, so much torture. Makeup, fake lashes, wigs, wig glue, spanks for me specifically, specific kinds of bras. Outfits you wouldn't wear normally that are held together with a prayer and tissues. <laughs> we just put ourselves through so much, but it's so much fun. I love cosplay, and I love when people cosplay despite um, going through hurdles or challenges. And I love people enjoying cosplay, and I love people cosplaying. And I love seeing characters cosplayed in different ways by different people. Um, I love seeing diversity in cosplay, and I love seeing different people cosplay different things. I adore it. I fucking adore it. And I love that this hashtag exists, and I'm not a huge fan of the fact that it has to, but I love that it does. And I love that people are celebrating cosplaying anyway, because everyone looks fucking gorge. I love it. Goddamn. Sissy that walk, bitch. Like, ugh so good. Okay, I'm done with my rant, and I, again, have recorded this several times, and that was the least yelly I've ever gotten, so if you're listening to this part, be proud of me. Anyway, my next portion is going to be a cosplay diary for what I've been working on since the last episode. Hint, it's still Lulu and Ginkgo, and I've had a little bit of a metamorphosis, um, because I just had a tantrum, and I got over it, and I'm a better person now. Alright, see you guys in a bit. Bye! Hey! It's me, still. <laughs> and this is my cosplay diary section of this episode. And today I'm going to be talking about an experience I had where I really desperately did not want to fix a problem because I'm a baby. <laughs> um, so the cosplay I'm working on right now is still Lulu and Ginkgo. And... Like I said, Ginkgo is for my roommate and Lulu is for me. And I've never made a costume for anybody else before. I've never from scratch made like a cosplay costume for somebody else. So this is a new experience for me and it's been a lot of, um, of a learning curve because I can't always just try something on if I am not sure if it's going to fit. Or I can't just like measure myself on the fly because we have completely different body shapes and we have completely different measurements. So... 
that's been a hurdle I've had to get over in this process. And this is the story of the particular hurdle that I had to get over. So um, I'm making these tops and the tops I drafted patterns by putting saran wrap and um, like painter's tape over us and drawing the pattern out and then cutting it out of the tape and then like lying it flat, laying it flat on some pattern paper. I use um, wrapping paper for pattern paper because it's cheaper. I put it over some wrapping paper that I use for pattern paper and I, um, sorry, I traced it onto there and I cut it out and I said, okay, I have patterns for these two tops and it's going to work perfectly because I took them directly from parts that per fit us perfectly. So it's going to work. Well, I'm not great at drafting patterns. I still don't super understand how to do it well. I don't understand where to put certain seam allowances and curves and where to put seam allowances and curves. So they didn't come out super great. And I didn't make mock-ups because I'm an idiot. And I was like, well, these patterns are made from blah, blah, blah. We could draft these perfectly to our bodies. I don't need to blow. I was being lazy. Look, I was being lazy. I should have made mock-ups and not wasted our actual fabric on making the tops. Luckily, mine worked out pretty well. But um, my roommate's, who's cosplaying Ginkgo, hers did not work out too well. Um, I recently had her try it on. Okay, so the first thing I did, because for the back I wasn't super sure how I wanted to do it, because in the reference photos and like in the anime, it looks like it, it's a front closure. But obviously that's not going to work, like just because that's not how clothes actually fit onto human bodies. And so I was like, no, 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 that's going to be um, a back closure. Um, so for some reason I thought it'd be a smart idea to have it like a bra back closure so that it would be like fit exactly to your body and it would be easy to get in and out of. And I tried to do that on hers and I realized, um, you can see bra back closures and so I tried to like cover it with fabric and it looked awful. It just looked bad. So... Then, so then I was like, okay, I'll do a shirring back, which is where it's like fabric, um, but stretchy because it has elastic in it to like make it bunched up. And so when you put it on, it stretches out to whatever size you need it to be. This is the first time I've made shirring back and I think it came out pretty well, even though I did it wrong because you're supposed to use elastic thread and I just used like really thin elastic and like pulled it taut and sewed it on with a zigzag stitch and it it works like okay like it does the job but like it would look a lot better if I did it right anyway so then I did that and she had she tried it on and like the shirring was too much and it like didn't have to stretch out because um it just wasn't tight enough and then the collar from the beginning has looked bad because of just how I did the pattern the collar has never met where it's supposed to meet like right in the middle of the top and so it's always looked pretty bad and she said oh can't we remake the top and I oh my god you guys I had a breakdown I had a tantrum I threw a little toddler tantrum and I got really upset for like two days and I just, you know, I, I went through the phases of like, well, well, why do we have to remake it? I spend so much time on this. I spend so much effort making this. Like, why do we have to remake it? Why can't you just look bad? Why? Like, this is so ridiculous. Why do I have to remake this? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. 
I do understand, but like I just threw a tantrum because I just didn't want to remake it because I'm lazy. And remaking stuff is kind of a huge pet peeve of mine. I always look not forward to redoing stuff. I always get really upset when I have to redo stuff, even though it's very necessary, but it's just like I still get really upset about it. So I threw a tantrum for a couple days. I got really upset about it. And within my tantrum, I, I was saying stuff like, I didn't even want to do this cosplay and you wanted to do this cosplay and blah, 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 blah. And then uh, my roommate, so sweet, she came to me afterward, like after I had gotten over this and she was like, you know, we don't have to do this. Like, if you don't want to, we don't have to do this. And I, I do want to make this cosplay. I do love these characters and I do want to finish this cosplay. And it just got really tough and it got really hard and I got over it. And, um, I came to the realization of like, you messed up and you don't want her to look bad at a convention. You don't want her to look bad in the costume you made for her. Melissa, Melissa, you don't want her to look horrible. And I just, yeah, I just came to a, to a conclusion of like, Melissa, you need to sit down and you need to work on this and you need to make this as good as it can be. You don't want her to look like trash in a costume you made for her. That's ridiculous. Like, of course she wants to look good. Of course she wants this cosplay to look good. And she just assumes that it would be easier to start over from the beginning. And lucky for me, once I did pull my head right out of my ass, I realized, oh, actually there are much easier ways of going about it. I just have to take it in a little to make it a little tighter and redo the collar. And that's it. And I'm not done with it yet because I need to have her try it on. Sorry. I need to have her try it on again to see how to like close the collar and how to make the collar. But basically I've redone it and it looks a lot better. Like I redid the collar portion. I redid the collar pattern. It looks a lot better. And I'm glad that she told me she wanted to not have it be horrible because we can both be very, very stubborn. And I think she looked at me and she was like, this is gross. Like, this is awful. This looks bad on me. We need to redo it. And I immediately went into defense mode and I got stubborn and I was like, well, what do you mean we need to redo it? Like, I'm the one who has to do it. Like, blah, 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 blah. But in the end, it's like, no, she is, she has a valid point, Melissa. Like, she wants to look good in her cosplay. You want her to look good in her cosplay because you want to be able to be proud of both of them. You don't want to just be like, yeah, I made this one and I kind of made that one, but it looks bad. Like, you don't want to have to do that. So buck up and redo it. You didn't make... <laughs> You didn't make mock-ups, and this is what happens when you don't make mock-ups, Melissa. You don't understand the problems before they happen. So, yeah, like I said, I had a tantrum, and I got over it, and I've, I've, I've come full circle, and I've come out of my cocoon, and I've learned from my mistakes. So, in the future, I really need to be careful if it's a pattern I'm not sure about to make a mock-up and to see if it will work. And I am glad that she was very nice and very and very understanding about it. I am not proud of how I handled the situation, but I think in the future, if someone is like, we need to redo this, we need to start this over, or if I can find a way to like fix a simple problem or do one thing over, I hopefully will have a little bit better understanding because it's my own fault that I, I measured half of one time and cut once. And the, the phrase measure twice, cut once 
is uh, real and you need to do that. You need to like double check, triple check, quadruple check that everything will work out. So yeah, that's my cosplay diary. Um, I guess any other progress I've made other than messing up and being horrible. I made the petticoats for both our skirts. I made both our skirts. Uh, the skirts at first, I don't know why I always do this, but like I'm always just like the skirts have to be like bajillion inches long. But then like both me and my roommate are kind of short. So the skirts were actually like I cut them out way too long. So I made the petticoats to the correct size and then I um, uh, cut the skirts to match the length and I finished them off with a trim and my roommate was like, well, why do we need to finish them off with a trim? Like in the, in the photos, it's, it's a, like, it's a little petticoat. And she was like, oh, um, well, shouldn't the trim be attached to like a, a skirt underneath? And I said, well, I have petticoats that I made with tulle and I'm not going to attach the trim to the tulle petticoat. I should have, by the way, these petticoats I made, I didn't have any ribbon. And so I'm like, I'm just not going to line it. And I don't think it looks that bad, but I just like don't super like the look of a petticoat that's not lined with ribbon. So I just don't super like the way they turned out, but I had enough tool to make two. Yay. And I made two with two layers and the tool that I'm using is not like, it's, it's really kind of wide netting for tulle. It's not meant for clothing, obviously. It's 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 meant for like decoration or whatever. So I didn't need a whole lot to produce a really big poof. And uh, it's funny, I, I made like two layers and I was like, oh, is this gonna be enough? And I tried it on and it was too much. And so I was able to um, like cut off a bottom, a bottom layer of the of the second layer and attach it to hers so that that like saved me a little bit of headache making hers and uh, made them they're the same they make the same poof for the skirts and I think that looks really good and um, I love petticoats and I love having poof to the skirts so like I'm really happy to have had the petticoats and um, sorry to have had made the petticoats so that the skirts don't look awful and gross and yeah attach the trim right to the skirt because anime Makes it look like you don't need petticoats under a skirt, but you do, because this is real life. <laughs> and I like that poof. I like that dramatic poof. It's, like, way poofier than the ones in the show, but if it didn't have the poof, it I think it would look, like, tacky and cheap. So I just like having that poof. I just love a silhouette. Anyway, so yeah, I made the petticoats, and I don't know. I've been working on the bows, because I've never made, like, big anime bows for a cosplay before. There's a lot of shit I haven't done before. And um, I'm working on those and it's kind of hard to make them look good because I don't think I got a whole lot of fabric for it and I didn't get enough fabric to make it look really good. Um, and I'm stuffing them with tulle because I didn't get enough fabric, but also I just don't want like a flat, gross bow. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. <laughs> um, so yeah, I haven't come very far. I'm not I'm closer to finishing, but I'm not super close to finishing. I can hope, I hope by the next cosplay diary, I can be like, yeah, I finished the clothing. And now all that's left is like accessories and stuff and like wigs that we have to buy. And, um, my roommate's covering the bear paws and the barriers and the bear, uh, tails and stuff. So that's not something that's super my domain, but I obviously wouldn't mind helping out with that. But for me, my process, my process is always to make the clothing first and then after that make all the accessories I'm just a very big like I want a outfit that I can put on my body before I work on anything else because to me that's number one the most important part but number two 
kind of the hardest part and the most time consuming part. And I like to just save the best for last, save the fun little accessories that you can get done in a couple hours for last and um, really buckle down and make the outfit first. Kind of like you save dessert for after dinner, even though I I don't do that as a, as a person. But as a general rule, like that's just how dessert is supposed to be handled. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's uh, my cosplay diary of this episode. Sorry it was a bit long, but I just wanted to talk about this ridiculous tantrum I had and how I have come out of it a better, more understanding person. Just kidding, I still will have these tantrums. I am a toddler child. Toddler, adult, child, adult, man-child. I'm a man-child. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> All right, and now um, I will be finishing off the episode with a new uh, thing I'm trying to do where I um, include a tutorial in the end cap. So yeah, hope you enjoy that. See ya! <laughs> Hey guys, it's me, Melissa. I'm back to end the episode. I hope that you guys um, don't mind that this episode was just as informal and ridiculous as the first episode. They're going to be like that for a little while. Um, just because I don't really feel like doing a lot of research to talk about very specific things every episode. I don't really want to go over the history of petticoats or anything. I kind of do, but the research is really what's gonna bug me about it um so yeah I think what I'm gonna do to end every episode is kind of shout out to a tutorial that has helped me recently because um sharing this kind of stuff and sharing this kind of knowledge is really helpful and I love finding new tutorials and I don't think any of the tutorials I use are very obscure but if they are and you haven't heard of them and you're like, oh, I kind of want to make that thing and I kind of want to make, uh, I want help making that thing, here you go. <laughs> so my tutorial of the week is called, it's on YouTube, and it's called How to Make a Short Petticoat Parentheses Tutorial. It is posted on January 17th, 2018, so it's very recent, and it's by um, a channel called Kirili Cosplay. I think that's how you pronounce it, Kirili. Um, Kirili. I think she's Australian from the sounds of the video, but I'm not super sure. But it's a it's a really good video talking about just how to make a really short petticoat. Just kind of talking about the process is kind of easy to wrap your head around. It's just like doing it is the hard part. Um, but it's it's you take measurements and then you multiply them by three a bunch of times. <laughs> And uh, then you unwrap a crap ton of tool and you line it if you have the ribbon just sitting around. I didn't, so none of, neither of my two, neither of, sorry, the petticoats for this cosplay are lined. And um, that bugs me, but I also just didn't really want to spend all my time trying to find cheap ribbon because ribbon, ribbon actually tends to be kind of expensive and um, super annoying. <laughs> but, uh, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I didn't line my two, I lined the petticoat for my Haru cosplay, but not the one for my Lulu and Ginkgo. Um, and that's whatever, it's under a skirt. You probably shouldn't be able to see it anyway. But, yeah, so this tutorial is really good. I always look up a tutorial on petticoats, even though it's kind of an easy thing to think about, just because I like to look up tips on how other people have done it and stuff like that. 
And uh, yeah, while petticoats are kind of easy and kind of simple, tutorials are always fun. So I recommend that one. Uh, it was very easy to follow along. It's five minutes long, and she just kind of explains the process, and that's it. So uh, yeah, hope you guys have a good week. Good luck on your cosplay. And um, oh my god, I hope by next week I know how to cosplay. <laughs> Bye!